Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Section 1 of At the Point of the Bayonet, A Tale of the Maratha War by G.A. Henty. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, Please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. At the Point of the Bayonet, A Tale of the Maratha War. Chapter 1 A Faithful Nurse, Part 1. On a swell of ground in the wild country extending from Bombay to the foot of the Ghauts stood a small camp. In the centre was a large pavilion, the residence for the time of Major Lindsay an officer whose charge was to keep the peace in the district it was no easy matter the inhabitants wild and lawless lived in small villages scattered about the rough country for the most part covered with forests and subject to depredations by the robber bands who had their strongholds among the hills major lindsay had with him a party of twenty troopers not for defence there was little fear of attack by the natives of the concan but to add to his authority to aid in the collection of the small tax paid by each community and to deter the mountain robbers from descending on to the plain he generally spent the cool season in going his rounds while during the hot weather his headquarters were at bombay he had with him his wife and infant child the child was some three months old and was looked after by an ayah who had been in major lindsay's service ten years for three elder children had been born to him all however dying from the effects of the climate before reaching the age of five the ayah had nursed each in succession and had become greatly attached to the family especially to her youngest charge she had come to speak english well but with the child she always talked in her native tongue as the major saw the advantage it would prove to the boy when he grew up to be able to speak fluently one at least of the native languages the nurse was a maratha she had been in the service of the british resident at Pune, and when he was recalled had entered that of major lindsay at that time a captain who acted as secretary to the resident a young officer from bombay had just ridden out to spend a day or two with the major and was sitting with him at the entrance to the tent the news from the army he said is most unsatisfactory as you know to the astonishment of everyone colonel edgerton was appointed to the command in spite of the fact that he was so infirm as to be altogether unfit for active service 
and Mostyn, our late resident at Poona, and Karnak accompanied him as deputies of the council. That is altogether a bad arrangement, the Major said. It has always been a great disadvantage for a general to be accompanied by civilians, with power to thwart his combinations. Against Mostyn's appointment, no one could raise any objection, as, having been for some years at Poona, he understands the Mahrattas, and indeed is much liked by them, so that in any negotiations he would have far more chance of success than a stranger. But Karnak is hot-headed and obstinate, with a very high idea of his own importance, and it is certain that there will be difficulties between him and Egerton. I am sorry to say, Major, that these anticipations were very speedily verified. As you know, the advance party landed at Apti on November the 23rd and seized the roads over the gorge, and on the 25th the main body disembarked at Panwell. No sooner had they got there than there was a quarrel between Egerton and Karnak. Most unfortunately, Mostyn, who would have acted as mediator, was taken ill on the very day after landing and was obliged to return to bombay and i hear there is hardly any chance of his recovery the army did not reach the top of the ghauts till the twenty-third of december instead of at the latest three days after landing and actually spent eleven days before it arrived at Kali, only eight miles in advance of the boer ghauts of course this encouraged the enemy and gave plenty of time for them to assemble and make all their arrangements and when we last heard they were harassing our march for the past two days no news has arrived and there seems to be little doubt that the mahrattas have closed in round their rear and cut off all communications it is monstrous that they should march so slowly the whole thing has been a hideous blunder and the idea of encumbering a force of 4,000 men with something like 30,000 camp followers and with a train of no less than 19,000 bullocks, to say nothing of other draft animals, is the most preposterous thing I ever heard of. In fact, the whole thing has been grossly mismanaged. I don't say that the conduct of the Mahrattas has not for some time been doubtful, if not threatening, it is well known that the Governor-General and the Council at Calcutta have most strongly disapproved of the whole conduct of the Council at Bombay. Indeed, no explanation has ever been given as to why they took up the cause of Ragopa, the scoundrel who grasped the crown, and who was privy to, if he did not instigate, the murder of his nephew, the young Paishwa. He was not unopposed for Nuiz and Hari Punt, two of the leading Mahratta ministers formed a regency under Gungabai, the widow of the murdered Peishwa. While matters were undecided, the Bombay Council opened communications with Rugoba, who they thought was likely to be successful, and promised to assist him, if he would advance a considerable sum of money, and cede to the company Salsette, the small islands contiguous to Bombay and Bassine which had been captured from the Portuguese by the Mahrattas, an altogether inexcusable arrangement, as the Mahrattas were at peace with us, and Rugoba was not in a position to hand the islands over. That matter, however, was settled by sending an expedition, 
which captured Salsette and Tanner in 1775, four years ago. Since then, Rugoba has become a fugitive and, without a shadow of reason, is making war against the whole force of the Maratha Confederacy, who, although divided amongst themselves and frequently engaged in the struggles for supremacy, have united against us, for they say that Sindhya, Holka, and Hari Punt are in command of their army to send four thousand men of whom less than six hundred are europeans against the whole maratha power is a desperate step i know we have fought and won against greater odds many times in the history of india but our forces have always been well led marched with the smallest amount of baggage possible and made up for inferiority in numbers by speed activity and dash here on the contrary we have a force hampered to an unheard-of degree by baggage and camp followers with an invalid at its head controlled by two civilians and moving at a rate which in itself testifies to divided councils and utter incompetency on the part of its commander it is almost impossible even to hope for success under such conditions the lookout is certainly bad the younger officer agreed however before now the fighting powers of the british soldier have made up for the blunders of his commanders and we may hope that this will be the case now if a disaster happens the major said we shall have the marathas down at the gates of bombay and as soon as i hear a rumor of it and news travels wonderfully fast among the natives i shall return to the city oh i don't think you need fear anything of that sort major Besides, this is not on the direct line between the Gorts and the city, and even if they find they cannot push on, I should say our force would be able to secure their retreat. 